0: Remember the 90s, when MTV still played music videos, when people still bought physical copies of albums, and when legendary musicians like Kurt Cobain and Dimebag Daryl still walked the earth? Well, now you can once again relive that decade every week on KBGA, because your favorite 90s radio show, Sounds Like Teen Spirit, is back and better than ever. It's still the best show on KBGA to hear artists like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Sublime, Megadeth, Primus, and more. Again, that's Sounds Like Teen Spirit. Now on Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m., only on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. Exodus kicking off tonight's program with Impact is Imminent, off their 1990 album of the same name. Welcome to the award-winning Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. I'm your well-fortified host, Ian. Tonight I'll be slinging tunes from artists like The Weaker Thans, Seven Year Edge, Smash Mouth, A Tribe Called Quest, Placebo, Ben Folds 5, The Aquabats, Powerman 5000, Bare Naked Ladies, and Queens of the Stone Age. Plus, I'll be reviewing and playing one song each off the new Fiona Apple album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, the new Soul Asylum album, Hurry Up and Wait, and the new Incubus EP, Trust Falls Side B all of which came out on April 17th, as well as the new Danzig covers album, Danzig Sings Elvis, that came out on the 24th. I'll start with Fiona. Without a doubt, Fiona Apple is among the most enigmatic recording artists to come out of the 90s. Her albums tend to receive widespread acclaim and accolades, but ever since her mid-to-late 90s heyday, they've become increasingly sporadic occurrences, with the gap between her first two albums being the only times she's gone less than five years between albums. That, coupled with her numerous public meltdowns over the years, have clued me into the fact that Fiona suffers from some level of mental illness, and whenever she goes dark for long periods of time, I figure she must be struggling with some demons. Well, if her latest album is any indication, I think Fiona is in a good place right now. Or at least the place where she thrives creatively the most. Fetch the Bolt Cutters is Fiona Apple's first album in eight years, which is her longest gap between albums thus far, but not by much. It's also her weirdest album to date, but it's just the right amount of weird. Arresting and spellbinding, but also not too gonzo for her more casual fans to get behind. By all accounts, Fiona with a little help from some of her musician friends, pretty much recorded and produced the entire album herself from the comfort of her own home, even though she had to have begun working on it long before quarantine started. Although the album primarily utilizes traditional instruments like keyboards and drums, it also incorporates a number of non-musical household objects being used as instruments. A lot of the album's percussion was essentially produced by banging random stuff against other random stuff. For instance, it definitely sounds like Fiona is playing the spoons on multiple occasions, and I've read that at one point she's just banging on the metal rim of a small trampoline while sitting on it. The album's liner notes list several other objects, like chairs, shoes, and dog collars, and you get the sense that that doesn't cover everything. It's enough to make you glance around your own household, wondering what else you might be hearing off the album. What's more, other elements of Fiona Apple's homebody approach to recording manage to creep their way onto the album. Like... Sometimes you might hear the gentle whir of a washing machine or furnace in the background of a song, or you might hear a barking dog and assume that it's deliberate, when in reality it's just Fiona's actual dog Mercy horning in on her recording sessions, which Fiona just ultimately decided to leave in, I guess all of these elements give the whole album a cobbled together diy kind of feel but pretty much all of it works and i think i have a pretty good idea why because after all these years fiona apple's voice still sounds fucking phenomenal of all the diy makeshift instruments that fiona has at her disposal around the home her vocals are by far the most evocative. Oftentimes, when the instrumentation gets rather sparse, Fiona will utilize her own voice as if it were itself a physical instrument. Fiona's voice is strong enough to carry the album through pretty much all of its most musically questionable moments. Frankly, a lesser vocalist than Fiona would not be able to make this album work, because... Although much of the instrumentation wouldn't be compelling enough on its own, it is absolutely complimentary to Fiona's vocals, and that's a musical instrument only she could wield. In summary, Fetch the Bolt Cutters is another home run for Fiona Apple, and it will likely go down as one of the defining albums of 2020. All right. This next song has got one of my favorite vocal performances on the entire album. It features vocal harmonies courtesy of Fiona's own sister, and at first I thought Fiona was harmonizing with herself. I wouldn't put it past her. Anyway, this song's called Newspaper. Enjoy! <laughs>
1: You used to want him to be proud of me And then I just wanted him to make amends I wonder what lies is telling you about me To make sure that we'll never be friends And it's a shame because you and I didn't get a witness We're the only ones who know We were curse the moment that he kissed us From then on, it was his big show I grew concerned when I saw him start to covet you When I learned what he did, I felt close to you When my own way, I fell in love with you But he's made me a ghost to you I watch him let go of your hand, I wanna stand between you But it's not what I'm supposed to do I watch him walk over, talk over you, be mean to you and it makes me feel close to you it makes me feel close to you it makes me feel close to you it's not what it's supposed to do it makes me feel close to you i too wanted to make him proud of me and then i just wanted him to make amends i wonder what make sure that we'll never be friends and it's a shame because you and i didn't get a witness we're the only ones who know we were cursed the moment that he kissed us from then on it was his big show from then on it was his big show from then on it was his big show, on, his big show. and you're wearing ties to covet you when I learned what he did. I felt close to you in my own way. I fell in love with you, but he's made me a ghost to you. I watch him let go of your hand. Now I stand between you, but it's not what I'm supposed to do. I watch him walk over you, talk over you, be mean to you, and it makes me feel close to you. And you're wearing time.
2: Store
3: by way saying I'm okay, and you've learned how to cry. We're total silence. We're talented and bright, we're lonely and uptight. We found some lovely ways to disappoint, but the airport's always almost empty this time of the year. So let's go play on. Arriving here from a past we left in a place we
4: This
2: portion of KBGA is brought to you by Imagination Brewing Company. By supporting over 1,700 community events and its educational center, Imagination Brews handcrafted beer to make a positive impact on Missoula and beyond. For more information about What's on Tap, weekly live music offerings, or to reserve the center, call 406-926-1251 or visit imaginationbrewing.com
3: Buster, and remember who you're dealing with.
4: KBGA Missoula, The Cabbage.
3: All I needed was your love, even now it's obvious. All I needed was a turtle dove to make it right. Tennessee, One night on a Tuesday Friday sunset Babylon I bumped into you Grabbed the first cab that I saw But lost my destination Looking at deserted streets I bumped into you All I needed was your love Even now
5: it's on the earth. All I needed was a turtle dove To make it
3: right All I needed was your touch and I'll be obvious All I needed was a gentle push to paradise <laughs> Saturday in Timbuktu Monday for the way, oh Slow boat takes me to Kowloon I bumped into you Sailing down the Amazon Even up the Nile a
0: Late night bars in Buffalo I
3: bumped into you Was your love, even now it's obvious. All I needed was a turtle duck to make it right. All I needed was your touch, closer now, the obvious. All I needed was a gentle push to bow Even now it's obvious All I needed was a turtle dove to make it right All I needed was your touch Closer now beyond the earth All I needed was a gentle push to eyes All I needed Ja vu Ooh. All I needed was no love Even now it's obvious All I needed was a turtle dove to make it right All I needed was your touch Closer now be obvious All I needed was a chance of push to find.
0: with Brick Windows off their 1996 album Filth Pig. Well, when all is said and done, the coronavirus pandemic will have caused the delay of a great many anticipated albums. But one album that is unlikely to be impeded is the new Ministry album. About a month ago, Frontman Al Jorgensen revealed that he is putting together the new album while in quarantine. We know he has the means to do it, too. In an interview given in late 2018, Jorgensen talked about the home studio he was having built to be completed sometime in 2019. And he didn't even know there would be a pandemic. In late April, Jorgensen shared the album's lead single, Alert Level. The song offers an interesting glimpse of the album its preceding. Many have been comparing the new song to Killing Joke and Rob Zombie and I'm inclined to think those people are right on the money. Alert Level has unmistakable elements of both those artists but it's still undeniably a ministry song. Honestly I think it's better than most of the stuff on the last Ministry album, even if it's not the heaviest Ministry song ever. According to Jorgensen, the initial plan was to have the album finalized in time for the band's Industrial Strength Tour in July and released in time for Election Day 2020. He hasn't really clarified whether or not the coronavirus pandemic may have affected those plans, but I reckon the album will be fine. It seems Uncle Al was well prepared for this very situation, and we've still got six whole months until Election Day. I'll continue to fill you in on the upcoming ministry album as new info comes to light. In the meantime... Ministry is still scheduled to perform at the Wilma on July 3rd as part of the aforementioned Industrial Strength Tour. Hopefully we'll get to have that show. Anyway, before Ministry, I played Return of the Rat by Nirvana off their 2004 box set with the lights out. Bumped by Right Said Fred off their 1993 album, Sex and Travel. Sometimes Salvation, by the Black Crows, off their 1992 album, The Southern Harmony and Musical Companion. You Don't Care About Us, by Placebo, off their 1998 album, Without You I'm Nothing. Jennifer Lost the War, by The Offspring, off their 1989 self-titled debut. And Watermark by The Weaker Thans off their 2000 album, Left and Leaving. Once again, you're listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. To see a list of all the songs I've played so far tonight, go to kbga.org. And to like this show on Facebook, go to facebook.com slash slts2. All right. Next, I'm going to play a song off of the new Incubus EP, Trust Fall Side B. As the name suggests, this is the follow-up to the band's 2015 EP, Trust Fall Side A. But it's not just another handful of songs in the same vein. While Side A mostly emphasized the hard rock side of Incubus, Side B is a bit more understated offering more of a mid-tempo, funk- and groove-oriented listening experience. Each song on the new EP brings something unique to the table. The opening track, Karma Come Back, is a slow-building rock song with a bass groove that really reminds me of Chevelle. The second song, Our Love, is an upbeat, quasi-funk song that honestly wouldn't sound out of place on the Make Yourself album. The third song, Into the Summer, rides a light funk riff that sounds somewhat reminiscent of the David Bowie hit Let's Dance. The fourth, On Without Me, is more of a power ballad, and although it's probably my least favorite song on the EP, it's still pretty decent. And finally, the closing track, Paper Cuts, is a haunting and ethereal ballad that sounds like it's just Brandon Boyd and a piano. And it concludes the EP on a powerfully high note. Overall, I think Trustfall Side B is a stronger collection of songs than both 2015's Side A and the band's most recent studio album, 2017's Eight. For tonight's program, I'm going to play you the EP's first song, Karma Come Back. Enjoy!
3: You're right to be kind of bitter. That serenade, you could say it was a card To flicker, if I like, took you back like a black swan. I've got, got to do better before this karma, karma, karma comes back. Karma comes back From the dark to the dark, show us a pearl. You've got, got to do better Before this karma, karma, karma comes back Yeah, you've got, got to do better Before this karma, karma, karma comes back I think I'm having my doubts about what you said and what you're gonna do. I'm so pissed off I blame it on you. I've done it all. This is Sarah Sandoval. On behalf of Nkusum Language School, you're listening to 89.9 KBGA Missoula. Uh
0: This is Silver Sprocket, host of Something Else, live every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on KBGA Missoula 89.9 FM. I feature avant garde electroacoustic, free jazz, and more creative music every week. You'll get to hear advanced new releases straight from the artists and record labels before anybody else and extensive interviews with the artists themselves. How about you give Something Else a try? Live every Wednesday from 8 to 10 p.m. on KBGA Missoula,
3: 89.9 FM, and streaming at kbga.org. from the band Green Jello, and you're listening to KBGA Missoula. Little Big,
5: Little Big, let me in. Yeah.
2: mountain to see what he could see, the other side of the mountain was all that he could see, so he went back over the mountain to see what he could see, the other side of the mountain was all that he could see. Seen. Hey! It's nothing like a not pretend that grandma said to me How oh. many a miles have traveled, a thousand miles or so hey! I never saw a head of cabbage and hair, hey! hey! I'll The bear went over the mouth See what he could see The other side of the mountain Was all that he could see So he went back over the mountain To see what he could see The other side of the mountain Was all that he could see Hey, Hey, is that a bear over there? Hey, for boo. It's a dragon You darn fool, you darn fool Can't you plainly see It's
3: nothing
0: Jello with The Bear Song off their 1994 album 333. In what should come as a surprise to no one, the upcoming Green Jello concert that was set to take place at Monks in a couple weeks has been rescheduled due to COVID 19. Instead of May 14th, the show will now be taking place on August 23rd. In other words, just a few days before the Guns N' Roses concert, assuming that one still happens. As per usual, all tickets purchased for the original date will be honored at the new one, but I'm not sure what the refund policy is for this particular show, so you might be left holding on to your tickets regardless. Naturally, Green Jello is far from the only upcoming Missoula show to get postponed or canceled since last time I did Sounds Like Teen Spirit. Logjam Presents has extended the suspension of all its shows once again from May 7th all the way through the end of the month. One Missoula show that Logjam had scheduled for this month is apparently still in the books The Vandaliers at the Top Hat on May 23rd. But that could very well be a mistake. Assuming it is, Logjam's next scheduled show is now Aaron Watson at the Wilma on June 3rd, which had previously been scheduled for March. Keep in mind that Logjam's suspension deadline will probably continue to be moved as the coronavirus continues to thrive, and that many artists ahead of the deadline may still elect to cancel their shows of their own volition just last week primus made the decision to postpone their entire tribute to king's tour which would have landed in missoula on july 23rd the rescheduled dates for that one have yet to be determined but they will likely be sometime next summer if you find yourself seeking a refund for any postponed or canceled logjam shows Keep in mind that you have until 5 p.m. on the day after the show was originally scheduled. Anyway, before Green Jello, I played Powdered Milkman by the Aquabats off their 1997 album The Fury of the Aquabats. It's All Been Done by Bare Naked Ladies off their 1998 album Stunt. Free by Powerman 5000 off their 2003 album Transform. Conrad Tokyo by A Tribe Called Quest off their 2016 album We Got It From Here. Thank you for your service. Uncle Walter by Ben Folds 5 off their 1995 self-titled and Push by Smash Mouth off their 1997 album Fushu Mang. You're still listening to Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula. To see a list of all the songs I've played so far tonight, go to kbga.org. And to like this show on Facebook, go to facebook.com slts2. Alright, next I'm going to do a song off the new Danzig covers album, Danzig Sings Elvis. It's no secret that punk and metal singer Glenn Danzig was hugely influenced by the late great Elvis Presley. Between all the throwback songs he's released over the years that were clearly inspired by the King, and his distinctive bluesy style of crooning that has earned him the nickname Evil Elvis, it should hardly come as a surprise that a covers album consisting entirely of elvis songs had been a passion project of danzig's for many years danzig sings elvis was first announced in 2014 and blew past several release windows in the years since only to finally arrive towards the end of april 2020 and knowing how big of a deal this project was to danzig as well as how long it was in the making, it breaks my heart a little to report that the finished product is rather underwhelming. For starters, the now 64-year-old Danzig, whose iconic vocals are generally the centerpiece of his albums, doesn't quite sound so mighty anymore. I've noticed that his voice seemed to be in decline when I first listened to his 2017 album, Black-Laden Crown, but it's much more apparent on this release. Danzig's voice used to sound full-bodied and booming, but nowadays it sounds withered and hollow. And it wouldn't need to do so much heavy lifting if the instrumentation on this album wasn't so sparse. I haven't been able to verify this, but it seems like Danzig recorded all the instruments here himself instead of using his usual backing band, which includes heavyweights like prong frontman Tommy Victor and typo negative drummer Johnny Kelly. You see, before this album, Danzig had covered Elvis on two occasions. He recorded the song Trouble for his 1993 EP Thrall slash Demon Sweat Live, and he recorded Let Yourself Go for his 2015 general covers album, Skeletons. In both instances, Danzig clearly put his band to good use, giving the backing tracks to those songs a heavier, more aggressive sound that really brought them to life and helped them to sound more like Danzig's original songs. The instrumentation on this album sounds nothing like those previous two recordings. On each track, there's basically just some muted guitar, bass, and or piano, and maybe some light percussion, and that's it. It's a minimalistic approach that keeps the songs on the album sounding truer to the original versions, but that just gives the album less of a reason to exist. Make no mistake, this is not a new album from Danzig the band, but rather a Glenn Danzig solo album or to put it more accurately, a Glenn Danzig karaoke album. I think the album would have been much better off if Danzig used his full band like on his previous Elvis covers, because frankly, his voice isn't strong enough right now to single-handedly keep the whole project afloat. Also not doing the album any favors is the selection of Elvis songs that Danzig chose to cover. Elvis Presley had a turbulent and influential music career that spawned dozens of huge hits. And none of them were included on Danzig Sings Elvis. I can respect that Danzig probably just wanted to put the spotlight on some lesser-known Elvis songs. But he could have tossed the general public a bone by devoting a modest percentage of the album's 14-song track list to songs like... Heartbreak Hotel, or All Shook Up. Furthermore, a couple of the album's songs, like Fever and Always On My Mind, are not actually Elvis songs, but rather songs that Elvis covered. So in those instances, Danzig essentially recorded a cover of a cover. Admittedly, my familiarity with Elvis Presley's discography isn't as extensive as my familiarity with, say, Pearl Jams or Nirvana's, but I still went into Danzig Sings Elvis expecting to know at least a handful of the songs, even if I didn't recognize them by name. However, it turned out the only ones I knew were the ones that were already covers, and in those cases, it wasn't the Elvis version I was most acquainted with. In conclusion, between Glenn Danzig's fading voice, the lack of heavy metal instrumentation, and the disappointing song selection, Danzig Sings Elvis is largely a misfire. Alright, next up is Danzig's rendition of Fever, which was covered by Elvis for his 1960 album Elvis' is Back, but originally recorded by Little Willie John in 1956. Enjoy!
4: Never knew how much I love you Never knew how much I can When you put your arms around me i get a fever that's the hard to pay You give them a but When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight Fever In the morning, fever all through the night Sun lights up the daytime Moon lights up the night I light up when you call my name as you know I'm gonna treat you right, I give me fever. When you kiss me, fever. When you hold me tight, fever. In the morning, fever all through the night. Everybody's got the fever, but that's something you won't know. Fever is such a new thing Fever started long ago Romeo, look, no Juliet Juliet, she felt the same When he put his arms around her He said, baby, you're my flame Now will give us Fever When we kiss her Fever, without blaming you. Fever, I'm on fire. Fever, you're a burning suit. Way back in the garden, we were out of mind. he was in a fright. Adam said, "Hey, what you, what you got, got there?" She said, "Daddy, just, just take a bite and I'll give me a fever. When, when you kiss, kiss me, fever. When, when you, you hold you me baby. tight, fever. I'm, I'm on fire, fever all through the night. Now, now you've you listened listen to my, my story." story. Here's the point that I have made i am say born again, check your fever I'll be a Fahrenheit, or say a great a great, or I'll say I'll agree, they'll give me your fever When we kiss you, fever if you'll ever learn Fever! Check your sizzle, what a lovely way to burn
1: Marty
3: Marquis. I play with Blitz and Trapper. Missoula is a, a pretty sweet spot and when you're here, you should listen to 89.9 KBGA. It's the best radio station around.
0: their 1999 album, The Gang's All Here. In addition to ministry, Dropkick Murphys are aiming to put out a new album this fall. So far, two singles have been released from the upcoming album. In January, the band issued the single Smash-ish Up, and they followed it up in April with Mick Jones' Nicked My Pudding. A cheeky song about the time Mick Jones from The Clash swiped a friend's pudding cup out of a recording studio fridge. I found both songs to be pretty great. They both sound like they came right out of the band's mid to late 2000s period, which spawned my favorite Dropkick Murphys albums, The Warrior's Code and The Meanest of Times. In my opinion, that was around when the band had struck the right balance between bagpipes and punk rock guitars, something they seemed to sort of struggle with in the time since. Honestly, I haven't been this stoked for a new Dropkick Murphys album in quite a while. The upcoming album doesn't have a title yet, but it does have a release date, September 11th. We'll just have to wait and see if that date sticks. Anyway, before Dropkick Murphys, I played Sunday Rain by the Foo Fighters off their 2017 album Concrete and Gold. What Happened by Sublime off their 1992 album 40 Ounces to Freedom. Lady by Lenny Kravitz off his 2004 album Baptism. Misunderstood by Seven Year off their 1996 album Gato Negro. Hangin' Tree by Queens of the Stone Age, off their 2002 album Songs for the Deaf, and Wasting Time by Collective Soul, off their 1993 album Hints, Allegations, and Things Left Unsaid. And that about wraps up a frumpy edition of Sounds Like Teen Spirit on 89.9 KBGA Missoula, I have been your host, Ian. As always, thank you for listening to me tonight, and be sure to stick around because either the Space Animals Variety Hour or my all-90s automation playlist is coming up next. Alright, I'll be concluding tonight's program with a song off the new Soul Asylum album, Hurry Up and Wait. So, the 90s ended more than 20 years ago now, and many artists from that era, such as Green Day, Weezer, and Third Eye Blind, are currently putting out music that sounds pretty far removed from their output during that iconic decade. Some of those artists arrived at that point gradually and naturally over two decades of musical evolution and adaptation while others seem to have forced the change in a bid for renewed relevancy. And of course, the results of all those endeavors are all over the map. On the other end of the spectrum, you have 90s bands like Soul Asylum, who have been rigidly maintaining their signature sound this entire time and are seemingly unwilling to modify it in ways that might get them more spins on modern radio. I'm not trying to suggest that one approach is better than the other honestly it all comes down to the artist in question, but in the case of Soul Asylum, I don't think I'd have it any other way. The band's latest album, Hurry Up and Wait, sounds like it could have come right out of their early to mid-90s heyday, and that's the way it ought to be. Frontman Dave Perner, the only original member left in Soul Asylum, never struck me as being a trendy dude so if he suddenly decided to put out an album that took cues from artists like Imagine Dragons or Ed Sheeran, I think that would have raised more than a few eyebrows. Instead, Perner has given us a collection of new songs that would mostly sound right at home amid a set list of classics like Black Gold or Misery. And when he does borrow from other artists, it's from either his band's own contemporaries or early influences. For instance, Hopped Up Feeling sounds very much like a mashup of Pearl Jam and Ugly Kid Joe, and the lead single Dead Letter sounds like exactly the kind of folksy ballad that John Lennon or Bob Dylan would have put out in the 70s. Hurry Up and Wait is a very well-rounded album, traffic in in on-your-feet rockers, mid-tempo groovers, and beautiful ballads in pretty much equal measure— And there really ain't a bad song among them. Although the album offers up its fair share of intriguing outliers, like the rockabilly cowpunk stomper Landmines, most of it sounds exactly like the Soul Asylum you remember, even though new guitarist Ryan Smith plays in a slightly different style from original guitarist Dan Murphy. Ultimately, I find Hurry Up and Wait to be something of a comfort in these increasingly distressing times. And it makes for a compelling argument in favor of Dave Perner continuing to release music under the Soul Asylum name. To close out tonight's program, here is the album's closing track Silly Things, a classic sounding mid tempo Soul Asylum jam, and one of the stronger songs on the album. Well, good night.
3: A lot of silly things I found out just what trouble brings You used to wear my silly ring